everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And, you know, we're kicking it up again a few notches here. I'm thrilled to be talking about, uh, talking about, yes, and with uh, Dr. David Eigen, who is the author of the award-winning book, Men, the Gods of Love. He has written and discussed why powerful men cheat and lie and the reasons that their wives Stand by them. Um, you know, this is a very, very big conversation, and I wanted everyone here to, you know, have a sense of why this makes such headline news in our pop culture right now. And even more than that, you know, what is it about relationships that we don't understand? Dr. David, thank you so much for joining us here today. I, I mean, Thank you know, thank you for me, having me. I'm telling you, this is one of these conversations that we could probably spend two or three hours on. You know, why is it that we're we're sort of feeling like women have lost the big picture and don't understand what's happening, and men are finding that they do understand, but not sure why they can't control it. Okay, well, <laughs> you, you, you've given me a lead-in for, as you said, at least two hours, probably more like two days. They didn't warn you about me, did they? <laughs> no. No, okay. <laughs> um, you know, so I, I would like to, if, if I have your permission, start with uh, uh, talking about men and sex, because obviously this is all related to that, so I think that this is a pertinent uh, topic to uh, bring up the Go foundation for, for that understanding. Great, So Go the first thing I, I want you to understand, and, and this is something that... Uh, Actually, men don't understand, but it's absolutely true. And when when I say it, men go, "Oh yeah, you're right." Um, and you got to remember something. You know, the, the patriarchy has trained men from day one: big boys don't cry, shut down your feelings, etc. Now, you know, in fact, the topic of my book, "Men: The Gods of Love," is specifically uh, uh, aimed at the heritage of men to be gods of love, not necessarily they're, that they're being gods of love. Okay, so. Uh, and, and it's this patriarchal training that tells us to shut down our feelings um, that it gets in the way. So, okay, yeah. so we have that as a, a basis. Now, why is sex so important? What is this with sex and men? And here's the thing that no, uh, men don't understand and women definitely don't understand. In fact, you, you can hear them say, ah, they're just a bunch of animals or, or Neanderthals and all they want is sex. All women, I think, have heard that, you know, where they've said it to each other, ah, men, all they want is sex. And really, the bottom line is, is that um, you got to remember, men are allowed two emotions. One is anger. We know that. Yep. And the only other emotion they're allowed is sex. Now, of course, I bet you if you look up in any of the uh, psychology books, you probably won't find listed under emotion sex. No, you uh, wouldn't. Except, except <laughs> in my book. And I've listed it as, a, as an emotion for men because, in effect, it is a surrogate emotion. It replaces everything else. Now, for example, as a woman, you know, you feel, uh, oh, I'm feeling low today, I'm feeling downtrodden, overwhelmed, uh, afraid I can't make it at work, just, I, I don't, I, I just can't do it. And you can go to your friends, your girlfriends, um, you can go to your, you can get a hug, you'll get them to commiserate, you may be able to go to your male uh, friends and, or uh, lover's husband, um, depending on the particular male, and it wouldn't be considered wrong or shameful of you to share that. Now, that's right. when, do you see, when do you see men do this? Uh, Never. I, you know, I can't honestly say that I have. And, you know, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Benny, who's my producer. Exactly. <laughs> All right, and so it's it's almost, you never see it. So, you know, no. what do men do? You think, men, of course men have the same feelings. We're afraid, we're overwhelmed, we're scared, you know, we're all the other things, but we're supposed to be the hero protector provider. And what happens is that we're basically taught that all those other things are shameful. 
and therefore shame is the whip that that, that uh, you know snaps us right into place and tells us, well, no, you can't have those feelings. So I can't tell you, I can't come home to you and say, honey, I'm feeling alone and scared. Work is overwhelming. I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel fulfilled in life. I don't even know how to do that. I can't tell you those things because those would be unmanly. And so I have no outlet for the very thing. I can't even say I need a hug. Come on, honey, just give me a hug. I can't say that uh, because, you know, again, that wouldn't be acceptable. Um, so what you, what, what we do, what men have been trained to do, and I know I did that for a good portion of my life, um, and what winds up happening is men use sex for, for as a replacement or surrogate for everything else that, uh, that would be a normal, natural need. Like, you know, when a man comes home and he wants to have sex, he probably doesn't want to have sex. He probably is just feeling, he just feeling alone, beaten, and just needs someone to hold him and tell him it's okay and that he's loved and he's okay. But, uh, you know, he can't even admit that to himself, no less to you, because that's shameful, and he's got to keep up the, the pretense that he's told is if he was a real man, he wouldn't have those feelings. And, of course, that's the lie that men have been taught that twists men deeply. And so what you have is men who are sitting there going, ooh, I am Mr. Macho, see this, and I don't need anything or feel anything. And meanwhile, of course, that's a lie. They're feeling everything. They're stuffing it into their shadow, and they're, uh, it's all acting out in the ways of sex. Now, women see that, and instead of understanding that what he's really saying is he, maybe he just needs a hug, go over and hug him. And you might have sex with him, you might not, but you might find that if you just love him and talk to him as a, as a person who's and not allowed to express that, he may actually start to do that and may find a lot of comfort in that. And secondly, you'll understand what the sex is to him. It's everything. It's not about the sex. It's about the, uh, the only way that he can allow himself to be touched and, re and reached is through that because of training. And who's he been trained to be this way for? for women. Exactly. So, so let me so ask you a question. Is retraining in the stars? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, you know, I've, I've had this conversation with men who have just sat there with their jaws open going, yeah, yeah, I wish someone had told me that a long time ago. <laughs> you know, and it's like, well, that's why I've written this book, so that men can hear this, men can reach um, to a point within themselves that is, uh, that, that, that they can actually go, you know what, it's okay to be this way, it's okay to feel, it's okay to, um, you know, to, to reach out and say, I need a hug. I need to. Be, I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling like the hero, protector, divided, provider. Day. I'm feeling more like, uh, you know, uh, run over roadkill. And, yeah. Um, you know, and 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 uh, you know, it's. Uh, I, I guarantee you, every man feels that way, I, and every man is not has heard the 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 the, the, uh, the prohibition. You know, don't don't say that. Don't admit that even to yourself. So men are kind of left in this uh, limbo of what the hell do you do with it, and they get stuck here. Women not understanding this resent it, get angry, withhold, uh, and it's the very thing that that the man needs. But the, but they think it's just some sexual act, um, and the women just resent that and pull away instead of going, oh, this is what he needs, and respond to what he needs. And it may or may not be to what he's asking for, but it's certainly you'll, you'll be responding to what he really needs, and, and maybe even talk to him about it, and, and say you know, and, and but in a gentle way, you might find him resistant to talking about that, you know, because again, remember he's feeling shame about it. However, if I were you, uh, as a, you know, talking to a woman now, I would give him everything he needs in that way, but but look and listen to what he's really looking for, and give him that. 
and you'll probably find a whole change within his being. But what winds up happening is because women have been told that, well, they, that men are just animals and they resent it, they withhold, which makes him more needy, more angry, more resentful, resentful more controlling. And then we get into these wonderful battles, and we wind up with the battles of the sexes and a 50% divorce rate. And, and there it is. Yeah, and, and so, you know, you writing this book is really to, in some ways, to set the record straight in terms of, okay, given this is the situation and this is where we are, this is not without hope. We need to do some things differently here. Right. And so, it, it, uh, to be, can I, may I say this, and, and I don't want to say this, and I, I want you to understand that I consider this a sacred uh, purpose on my part, but okay. I'm, I'm trying to change the world, <laughs> just well, simply. Well, yeah. and, and that's it. And the reason I'm trying to do this is because I know I lived there. I know I lived in emptiness. I've gone through divorces. I've gone through empty sexual relationships where, you know, I woke up, you know, I was done and looked at the person going, what the hell was I do am I doing? And, and, and of course... You know, and all my buddies are going, yay, good for you, man. And I'm going, good for me, what? You know, what have I got out of this? What has happened? And it's like, other than a notch on my gun, you know, it's, it, you know, it doesn't make sense. And I don't know any man who make, it makes sense to, but we keep doing it over and over. And like Einstein said, uh, and I expecting different results, and that's the definition of insanity. Well, I think part of what's shocking, I think many of us, that may not be, you know, completely at this place where we're angered, we're, you know, we get shocked. I'll tell you, I'm shocked today to be reading about, you, you know, Senator Edwards. I mean, I'm shocked. I don't know what to say about that from a woman's perspective, and I, I wanted to ask you about it, and, you know, from your perspective. Well, you know, the, 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 first of all, I want you, there's two answers to that. One, the, I, the answer I gave is to un understand why men do this, and especially, you know, a powerful men. He's out on the road. He's mm -hmm. alone. He's, you know, I mean, just as, a, you know, if you were out working all day long, you would feel exhausted, and you, don't, you get to come home to a hotel room, and you do that enough, and you're feeling like, boy, it would be nice, and you get somebody who wants to be loving to you, and, and it's like, Okay, why not? I guess, you know, or you allow yourself that at some point after being, after starving enough. And often I find in, in powerful relationships, we, they're more like uh, business relationships, mm -hmm. business partnerships, and, and we, you know, I'll play king, you play queen, and, and uh, they're, they're not really intimate relationships. They're more uh, uh, roles that we play, and, and uh, you know, maybe there's some intimacy, maybe there isn't, but, it, you know, He's busy run, doing his job, whether it be Senator Edwards or Elliot Spitz or whatever, and she's busy doing her things. And, uh, you know, you every once in a while you pass each other maybe in the middle of the night and go, oh, yeah, I remember you. I married you, didn't I? <laughs> you <know? laughs> but meanwhile, you're like, you're gone. Now, I knew that just in my relationship and my divorce, and, and my ex-wife worked. I worked. You know, she worked actually longer hours than I did. And, uh, I, you know, I'm like, hey. Where where is the relationship and uh, you know and that's what I was looking for. I was looking for something different and I didn't even know what it was. And it's the little I word intimacy. And uh, you know, men haven't a clue what intimacy is other than something you do with your male organ. And uh, and and it's actually something you do with your heart and your soul. And the male organ may or may not be part of it. But uh, it, 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 the most important part is, is the feeling of connection to the other person. But we don't even know how to do that because that requires feeling and sensitivity. And those are the things we were told were wrong and bad in ourselves. And, and of course, that's nonsense. And I love what you're doing because what you're doing is you're bringing the conversation to the table. 
you know, so long as we're not talking about this, it kind of stays secretive. It stays in the closet, and nobody really learns or wins from it. Men, the Gods of Love is the book. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the blame game. Where does that get you except a bunch of finger pointing? You actually can wear out your finger from it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. I'm Lynn McTaggart. Pat, it is always such a pleasure to be on your show. You ask the kinds of questions that no one asks, and you stimulate me to new places. I'm thrilled to be on your show and also to tell people about our peace intention experiment to get involved on September 14th, that's a Sunday, by first signing up on www.theintentionexperiment.com, and you can do forward slash peace, and you'll get right to it. Be the first to join your favorite Hay House authors on the next I Can Do It at Sea. Come aboard a luxurious cruise ship and meet Greg Braden, Brian Weiss, Sonia Choquette, and many more. The seven-night cruise to Alaska on July 11th through 18th, 2009 includes soul-nourishing workshops, spiritual cinema movies in your cabin, autograph sessions, and amazing ports of call. This is a vacation you'll never forget. Cabins are limited. Reserve today. HayHouse.com. Whether you're female or male and you're feeling just not quite right, your hormones may be out of balance or depleted. For a comprehensive assessment and to discuss the safe and effective bioidentical natural hormone therapy, visit the bioidentical hormone specialist, Dr. Darvish and her staff at Holistique Medical Center in Bellevue. Call 425-451-0404. Visit Holistique at drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. Spiritual Empowerment Coach and TV personality Robin Alexis helps countless people around the globe to live fuller and more conscious lives. Get your free on-air readings on Mystic Radio with Robin Alexis right here on Alternative Talk 1150 every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Robin serves you using her gifts as a medium, medical intuitive, past life reader, and more. Make your appointment every Wednesday at 3. Mystic Radio with Robin Alexis right here on Alternative Talk 1150. And for more information, check out our website at Robin. Alexis.com. Shree is the new high-quality liquid nutritional drink that was scientifically formulated with the sacred superfruit called Amalaki and six other herbs rich in antioxidants and vitamin C. An ancient Sanskrit word, Shree, spelled Z-R-I-I, means light, luster, prosperity, and heavenly vitality, and is endorsed by the Chopra Center for Well-Being. After months of intense development and testing, a world-class team of physicians and nutrition scholars developed what they believe to be a product unlike any other the world has seen. Nutritionist Renee Marie wants to introduce Shree's powerful nutritional drink to you today. For more information, call 877-553-9744. Visit ReneeMarie.MyShree.com. That's R-E-N-E-E-M-A-R-I-E dot M-Y-Z-R-I-I dot com. Independent programs, independent voices, independent ideas. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Hey, Mr. Pat, 
everyone. Welcome back. We only have a short segment here with uh, Dr. David Eigen. And, you know, the book, as I said before, uh, is one of these books that you're probably going to want to check out. And, and, and many people give, are giving this book for gifts, Men, the Gods of Love. But more importantly, if you go to the website, um, and we'll give you that information, uh, I think we can send everybody to men, the, the gods of love.com. Would that work? Sure. And then you can click on the author site uh, to go back over to davideigen.com to see the Manometer and, and uh, my blog and other things. And okay. you can get excerpts from Men, the Gods of Love and actually, you know, get a feel for the book from there. Now, you're not just stopping here. You've got a couple of other books in the work, and I want to take a minute to talk about those because sure. you're not just presenting one side of the story, and this is what I love about the work and how you've integrated this. I'm, I'm right now halfway through Women, the Gods of Wisdom. And um, which is the heritage of women to be go uh, gods of wisdom, just like it's heritage of men to be gods of love. And we don't think of either sex as that right now because we're disconnected from parts of ourselves. Uh, so uh, that's what this book is about, is another view of women. And the important part to understand is that every man has a feeling or feminine side. So, And every woman has a, uh, a masculine side, a thinking and rational side, both of which are been made wrong for us and we need to incorporate them and still say men and women so men the gods of love is great not only for men to read and to understand themselves but for women to understand men and their own inner masculine side i love and that my uncle gave me boxing gloves when i was five years old i actually really yeah. love that <laughs> you know i wanted to ask you in this short time that we have david i wanted to ask you this question uh, folks you can read the book and it's lots of information where do we begin creating the change because i know that you are doing this to create a positive change in the world i mean it's really clear given that you know this is the situation we're not really sure where folks are that are listening to the show what's the starting point right now it's uh, the word is dialogue talk communicate mm -hmm. um and also look within at your own motivations and what's under it and how you and look at what you've been taught and accept it as real like the macho male you know the uh, the, the person that oh you don't have to feel uh, you know those things are shameful those are actual training that's not inherent in men we were trained that from day one and we need to go wait a second that's nonsense i don't believe in that and throw out that training and retrain ourselves to be who we really are find out what that is and have that conversation with, with, with our friends as well as our, our lovers and about understanding these things. Uh, because I find just as, you know, men have their own issues, so do women. And women actually hold men in the position they're in just as men hold women in it because they expect men to be their hero protector provider. And um, I want to, you know, the woman wants to break down and fall apart at situations and you're supposed to be there to catch me. And... You know, and that can, that can, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But he also has to have that place where he can also do that and, and not feel shameful and you can support him. Maybe both can do that together in a stronger fashion. Mm -hmm. but it really is a dance. Books, it's a dance, yeah, it's isn't it? The dance, it's and that's my third book, The Sacred Dance. Now the question is, is it going to be a tango or is it going to be the chicken dance? Yeah, exactly. It, exactly. And, yep. you know, I, I know that, you know, what you have written, it's really clear to me, this, your passion, what you're doing, this is something that has really hit you dead center in your heart. Absolutely. This is really clear to me. This is not 
another one of these books, another one of these, you know, pop icon conversations. You, David, for me, are someone that has had an experience, is extremely passionate, and in making sure that if there's anything you could do to prevent other people from kind of stepping in the same potholes, it's really clear to me you're on a mission. That's exactly what it is. It is a mission. What would you say are the, I would say, the most important things you've learned from your own personal journey? It's a long, long list, but maybe the the most important thing is that uh, my power comes from my core, my heart, my soul, and um, and that's where I become, that's where men, the gods of love, uh, addresses it, what it addresses is that that's who I really am. I'm a powerful, loving being, not a powerful, willful being. And those are very important differences. And when men find their heart, they can create so much more and they won't find as much of the, uh, the resistance to it or the resentment. And they'll, they'll have a lot more in their life than they ever dreamed possible of what's really fulfilling, not necessarily accumulation which is what men right now are taught. The more more toys, the more possessions, the more money, the more whatever, um, the better you are. You know, he who dies with the most toys wins. Nonsense. He who dies with the most toys has spent so much time distracting by those toys, he's empty. You know, and so it's he who dies, who, who dies creating the most loved wins. And that's the bottom line. And that doesn't mean you can't be good at business. You can't, you can't do any of the normal things, but you can do it with a heart with your feelings, with everything intact, and be a complete human being instead of a disabled human being that walks around uh, wounded uh, and with a heart shut down. The same for women. The opposite is true, that there is, is, the, is the mental aspect, the rational aspect. We really, uh, those, I can't think of anything more than I want to, want to say is, is to do that and then to communicate and stop blaming each other and recognize that, you know, we're all, we're all in the dance right now and the dance isn't working and, uh, you know, it isn't working for anybody. So, and, uh, you know, I, I, it's easy to blame, for example, me as a man, we easy mm-hmm. to blame women, mm-hmm. for women blaming men. It doesn't work. Hey, we've all got some issues here. We've got to change the dance. We've got to j- change the, the paradigm yep. by which we are acting and you start know, being real. I, I love, David, that you're the spokesperson for this. I really do. Um, I've interviewed a lot of people. I've had a lot of conversations about this topic and, and more. And I, for me, you are a breath of fresh air in a lot of ways. And I, I want to say that because you get what this is about and you approach it very directly, in my opinion, but yet you approach it with a very big heart. I want to ask you, and I know this is a short time that you and I have been together. I want to thank you for joining me, first of all, on the show. I want to ask you if you had a message, something you wanted to say first to the men and then to the women, what would your personal message be? For the men, I would tell them it's okay to feel, and in fact, it's wonderful to feel, and then connect with with your partner from those feeling bases, Um, and you you will find heaven on earth just by having that connection. It's okay to do that, and... Um, and, th- and then they can wind up being your partners and one who can stand next to you. And you don't have to feel insecure about that or anything of that nature. Um, for, for women, I would just say, um, 
and it's okay for women to think and to be reasonable and rational and use that incredible ability to touch infinity of your emotions and also direct that with the intention of the, of the reason the, of the masculine aspect within you and to understand that men are being the way they are because they've been trained that just as you've been trained to be a certain way and that um, instead of blaming them and being angry at them, support them in uh, changing and we can have heaven on earth and I'm looking to create something that works where we we don't have 50% divorce rates we have 0.5% divorce rates we have wonderful uh, you know loving uh, caring communities that care about each other and aren't self-involved and don't care about anything but themselves and that's what we've all wound up hunkering down into this little it's my bunker nobody comes near and anybody comes near I'm going to shoot it and I want to steal anything I can I don't, that, that, that doesn't work. It leaves us all starving. And I, one of the things I see most in the world is a lot of starving people, a lot of empty people, a lot of unfulfilled people, and not knowing how to change that. And um, I know it. I, I know it in, in, intimately. And I want to change that. And I have to say, David, you are well on your way. It's been an honor to have you on the show. I want to thank you for joining us here today. Thank you for having me. Okay, folks, Kerry O'Connor coming right up. You can find out more about David and the book if you go to davidigen.com, E-I-G-E-N.com. We also have a link on the Dr. Pat Show website. Stay tuned. Kerry O'Connor coming up. Say 